0: Welcome to Important, Not Important. My name is still Quinn Emmett, and this is Science for People Who Give a Shit. And we are back. Folks, there's a lot going on out there. Clearly, our world is changing every single day. So I talk to the smartest, most impactful people in the world to provide you with the inspiration and tools you need to feel better and to fight for a better future for everybody. Those guests are incredible. They're scientists and doctors and nurses and founders and journalists and and astronauts. Uh, we even had a reverend. Um, and you're going to get to learn from them every single conversation we have. Uh, some quick housekeeping. If you are new here, you can send questions and thoughts and ideas and guest recommendations to us on Twitter at imp, or you can email us at questions at importantnotimportant.com. Uh, You can join tens of thousands of other smart folks, uh, and you can subscribe to our free weekly newsletter. It comes out every Friday uh, at importantnotimportant.com. It is the most important science news plus analysis and action steps. Uh, Third, our job board is hot, folks. There's over 100 jobs there right now. Uh, If you want to work in climate finance or uh, regenerative agriculture or biotech, uh, if you want to help solve the COVID data problem, Uh, Maybe you already work for a company or an organization uh, doing work like that. Either way, go to importantjobs.com and uh, there you can find all those awesome jobs and more, or you can list your open roles there for free for a limited time. Um, Our goal is to raise all boats, whatever the metaphor is. Uh, Let's get people working on these awesome jobs on the front lines of the future. Um, On this week's episode... Uh, I brought back our old friend and favorite human, Amanda Littman, uh, to explain to me, because I'm a moron, uh, exactly how you can use Snapchat, yes, Snapchat, to save democracy, to fight climate change, to make sure we don't blow it again in the next pandemic in your town. All from Snapchat, in partnership with her amazing organization, Run for Something, It's so cool. I got to actually use Snapchat, was terrified, but I'm very excited now. So I hope you will be too. This is a short one. It's an amazing one. The numbers are already through the roof and I think you guys are gonna love this. So let's do it. (laughs) Ah, my guest today, she's back, uh, Amanda Littman. She is fixing democracy with her bare hands. And uh, now she's doing it with really cool tools that I genuinely don't understand. So hopefully she can explain them to all of us today. Uh, Amanda, welcome back.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Quinn. This is one of my favorite way to spend a Friday afternoon.
0: Oh, God. You don't have to lie to the people. Come on. We've got a trust thing here. Amanda, you t- tell everybody again what Run For Something is, and then we'll get into what you've done.
1: Run for Something recruits and supports young diverse progressives running for local office. In the nearly almost five years, about four and a half years we've been around, we've identified more than 85,000 young people who want to run, endorsed nearly 2,000, helped elect more than 500, mostly women, mostly people of color, all under the age of 40, to things like city council and school board and library board, Um, and they're amazing. Every last one of them is amazing.
0: Why is it so important for you guys to focus as low down on the local level as you possibly can?
1: Well, part of it is pragmatic in that local offices are possible for young people to uh, run for it and win. You know, 75% of school board races cost $1,000 or less, 85% cost $5,000 or less. You can have a nine to five and then run for office in your five to nine or five to midnight, such as it is. Part of it is this is how you build a bench. Future governors, future members of Congress, future presidents, future senators, Often and usually, with you know, some rare sort of shitty exceptions, um, generally shitty exceptions, start as local leaders. This is where you get your Stacey Abrams. From mm-hmm. um, you know, Stacey started as a state legislator. It's where you get amazing uh, national candidates is folks who got their start in local government. But third, and I think the most important one is that these offices make differences that affect people's lives. you think about city councils making decisions on police budgets and traffic violations and traffic enforcement and businesses and the ways in which they can open or close. School boards make decisions on curriculum and teacher funding and equity within schools. Uh, state legislatures make decisions on everything from abortion to voting rights, to climate issues, to infrastructure bills and, and criminal justice reform. You know, We often say the lower on the ballot, the closer to your home, closer to your door. These offices make or break the
0: quality of people's lives. I think that uh, makes a hell of a lot of sense. I mean, we look around at what's happening with school boards right now. It's super great. You ignore them until everybody decides uh, that parents should decide everything. And it's because they're being paid off by, for instance, fossil fuel institutions or the Koch brothers. So that's awesome. What have you done? You have opened this thing up to... the the masses of of the young people. And there's a large segment of people who are like, the young people, all they want is a raise and they want this and to work wherever they want and this and this. And, And my argument is always, and I assume yours is similar, is that young people in a lot of cases, are not old enough to qualify for some of these higher offices. So that's why they're marching, because they don't have a lot of other options. But also they're marching and they're doing this thing, because this is, at least through our prism here, which is covering a lot of the make or break stuff, we've broken a lot of it. Whether it's boomers or Gen X or whatever it might be, and we're at the tail end of it. These uh, kids often don't have a lot of other choices than to work in climate or whatever it might be. So you have taken the ethos of meet people where they are, uh, and joined up with Snapchat, which I think I think I can find on my phone. What did you do? What is this thing?
1: Well, I think it's worth leveling what Snapchat is for folks who may not be familiar, because, you know, I'm Please. 31. I'm not really on Snapchat. Um, I use it for work stuff and occasionally for jokes and the fun lenses, but it's not my preferred platform. I'm an Instagram person primarily. That being said, Snapchat reaches 90% of Americans between the ages of 13 and 24. If you are not in that demographic, that's probably why. But if you ask any 16-year-old or 21-year-old what their preferred social media platform is, it's probably going to be Snapchat, Snapchat and maybe YouTube. This is a real space where young people are thinking about how they communicate with friends, um, what kind of content they're consuming. And in particular, it has been an incredible source for civic engagement. Uh, ahead of the 2022 ele- 2020 election, Snapchat helped register more than a million young people for the first time. When you turn 18 on Snapchat, um, they send you a little notification telling you to register to vote. It's got a really powerful civic engagement program run by this incredible leader named Sophia Gross and her team. About a year ago, maybe a little bit more at this point, Sophia reached out to me to say that their team was thinking about what they could do around candidate recruitment and she wanted to talk to some of the pros. So we started talking, we downloaded lots and lots of information and over the last year helped them develop what ultimately is the first of its kind in-app tool to sign up and learn more about running for office. So anybody on Snapchat can open it up, you type in run for office, you know, in the little... Hold on,
0: we're going to do this live. Hold on, Snapchat. No one has less of an idea how this thing... Okay, okay, What what do I do?
1: So it opens up on the little camera.
0: Yeah, it's just me. No one wants to see that. How do I, where do we go?
1: Go up to the little magnifying glass in the top left-hand corner. Okay. Type in run for office. Run. And you might see run for something Snapchat up there. But more importantly, you'll see a little thing that says like games and
0: minis. Yeah, it says run for office mini. What's a mini?
1: It's like an in-app tool, Mm. an in-app game. Like you might be able to play another kind of Candy Crush or something like that.
0: Or Fix Democracy. That's that's what the level we're at. <laughs> got,
1: got it. So you're going to see like a pretty... You'll see the screen with like the blue and the red. Yep. And you can click or tap uh, Get Started.
0: Get Started. I'm, I am I want to come back to nominate friends because I'm going to put a lot of the three young people I know on Blast here. So, so
1: enter your zip code. I'll we'll enter my zip code. Okay. And then you can... You see a screen with a bunch of bitmojis. It should be your bitmoji. So mine is like little girl with bangs um, holding a bunch of different issues. You can pick some issues you care about.
0: I th- So mine are just pictures of the issues because I think I haven't maybe set up my Snapchat bitmoji. Set up
1: your bitmoji. Well, yeah, mine's yeah. a, a little girl with bangs and a vote t-shirt because okay. I'm on brand. So you can pick <laughs> the issues that you care about.
0: Okay. Do I pick more than what? Let's pick a couple here.
1: Pick okay. them as you want.
0: Okay. Uh-huh. 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 Okay. And filter.
1: Explore positions.
0: Wow. Okay, so it's got I put in my address uh in Virginia and it's got county legislature, county executive head. That sounds exciting. US representative, we're not ready for that.
1: No. Pick one of the county ones, just for fun. Not pick one of my state representatives.
0: County legislature uncontested last cycle the county legislature or executive board is the governing body of the county and exercises broad policy making authority the board is charged with implementing policy and overseeing the county budget process and allocation find find elections now i put in my whole address got it okay and then this is so exciting wait are you i'm doing this
1: for my address
0: I was going to say, did I, like, Inception myself? Are you signing me up for office to run for office right
1: now? Not quite yet.
0: Wow. Okay, so it gives us filing deadlines, election dates, minimum age. That's helpful. Um, this is so exciting.
1: Then you should be able to, um, on the page you see, click next, like tap yeah.
0: next. Yeah, yeah.
1: And then I should say, congratulations, right?
0: It says, so exciting. Now let's get you the support and resources you need to run for office. Tap again. Uh-huh. Sign up, learn more about partners that can support you. This is so exciting.
1: And this is where you can sign up with Run for Something, like uh-huh. more than 4,000 young people have in the last year.
0: Yeah. Wait, so tell me, how long is it? When, what the hell is it? October 15th. How long has it been live and how's it going?
1: So it's been live for about 10 days. Um, we launched October 4th, October 5th. Um, in the first week, I don't have updated stats for the end of this morning, but at least in the first week, more than 2 million people interacted with the mini. <laughs> and um, more than 24,000 signed up for one of the partner organizations, including more than 4,000 with Run for Something. Uh, something like 46,000 recommended a friend, which is so cool. That's awesome. Um I think about 85% of the folks who engage with it picked a local office. That's the thing they're interested in. Um, It is, I think, the biggest candidate recruitment push ever. Millions of young people opened Snapchat and saw right up top run for office. Oh, if you go back to like the little magnifying glass Uh and you type run for office and then you scroll down and you see it under lenses... So I've got run
0: for office mini and run for office.
1: Uh, I think the run for office mini. Okay. Your lenses, and then it should open back up to your camera. Ha!
0: (laughs) This is great. Enable voice. This is so exciting.
1: Say, I want to run for office.
0: I want to run for office. Hey, look at that. God, technology is so cool or devastating, but in this case, it's really great. It's super cool. It's super, super cool. Should I just take a screenshot and send this to my wife and see how that goes? Yes. <laughs> um, this is so awesome. So here's a question. When I was back in the, what do we call them, minis? And I hit the, uh, oh, and it shows me my recents. And I hit uh, nominate friends, which I'm 100. First of all, I'm going to add some friends to Snapchat. And it popped up and said, you've been nominated. How do, who, how do I see who uh, did that? or?
1: I think you have to send it to someone.
0: Okay, gotcha. Okay.
1: You choose to send it to someone. And then you will get to see within your Snapchat, sort of um, your conversation, whether they've engaged with it. We know that, especially for young people, being told by a member of their family or one of their friends or someone who really knows them is a really powerful driver for somebody thinking about running for office because it's someone who like, really knows you. And if they believe you can do it,
0: pretty cool. Yeah. And it, I mean, and it seems again, you know, for our prism, and I think that's where we've always, I've tried to focus my conversations with you is, is, you know, look, you look at climate change is, is this huge global th- I mean, the winds are slowing down in Europe, right? It's crazy. But, th- but it is the air you breathe. It's the water you drink. It's the, it's the soil you, you plant in like that is at home, right? That is these local offices and that's what matters. It is your county, for example, what it what did I say? The county legislature there who's going to decide whether or not to put in maybe not just bike lanes, but protected bike lanes, right? Which are not only going to make you healthier, but are going to reduce street level pollution in your neighborhoods, right? Or they're going to decide to, uh, it's probably some combination of the school board and the county that would decide to um, step up and try to get some of this money that may or may not happen to uh, electrify school buses, right? Which again, makes your kids healthier, makes your streets healthier. And so it seems like this is so perfectly suited for that because it's young people who are frustrated, but this is, this is the tangible change you can touch and feel, right?
1: The idea here is really normalizing the concept that everyone and anyone can take ownership of our democracy by running for office. That it's not just enough to vote, it's not just enough to volunteer, it's not just enough to give money, that you should at least consider stepping up as a leader And that isn't just limited to rich, old white men who are historically not interested in fighting for things like climate change. Um, Whereas young people, we know some of the number one issues that when you had a chance to pick the issues you care about, climate was in the top five.
0: Yeah.
1: This is something that young people are really fired up about. And we know that when they run for local office and they center climate as part of their campaigns, they then actually govern on it,
0: which is so cool to see. Could you take a step back? You said some statistics earlier, and I know you've shared them with me before, but I'm a moron. Let's keep that in mind. How much do do one of these races typically cost? Because I think this is an important thing for people to wrap their heads around.
1: 75% of school board races cost $1,000 or less. 85% cost $5,000 or less. You know, the average budget for a run for something candidate is somewhere between 10 and 20 grand. These races are, yeah, they're expensive relative to like lunch at Chipotle, But they are not at all that expensive compared to either the price we pay if Republicans win them or what you think you see on cable news when you're watching them talk about congressional or statewide races.
0: Sure. And like you were saying, the return on investment. I mean, theoretically, if some percentage of these, uh, this many uh, engage with the tool, this many click on run for something, this many you guys endorse, whatever it might be. Some percentage of those, again, are going to win and keep moving up the ranks. And like you said, you, uh, someone has spent $1,000 to basically build a future U.S. House of Representatives candidate, much less, uh, you know, someone who's actually elected. Like, that—that that is an incredible return on investment. When we look at, like, fill in the blank, raised, you know, $300 million for a race in Kentucky. And you're just like, but that doesn't even add up to people. You know? Well, it's
1: just, you're never going to win a state by starting at the top. You're just not. But if you're able to build up a meaningful party infrastructure and talent base and refine the data over the cycles of years and years of local engagement, and you start by flipping some cities and some towns and some counties and some school boards, then you can really win big at a bigger level. But it is cuckoo bananas to think if we just throw... $100 $100 million at winning a Senate race in
0: Kentucky, will be
1: able to flip it. No, spend $100 million winning city council and school board races
0: in Kentucky. Right, thousands of them. Yes. Right. And again, this matters. I mean, look, there's there will be another pandemic someday. And we look at, um, you know, you see the headlines about this much of the funding that was designated for localities and schools and whatever it might be it hasn't actually been handed out. That's usually not on the federal government, which can be a clusterfuck in a lot of ways, but a lot of this is on counties who just have no reporting that are built out for this. They don't have systems, they don't have data, they're using fax machines. Like, you can fix that. You can get people these checks, you can get hospitals this money, you can get the gear, you can, you know, when places are short on teachers, whatever it might be, like, you can actually affect those things. And yeah, that's why this is this is just very exciting. I still feel very old, but it's exciting that I know how to do one thing on Snapchat. This is awesome. And so you guys, uh, when they click so let's say someone clicks on run for something within the thing. Now where does it take them and and how do you help them?
1: So they sign up for our Kansas pipeline. So no matter where you sign up, whether it's through Snapchat or at runforwhat.net. You will join our pipeline, you'll get a series of emails introducing you to the organization, to how we can help you, as well as inviting you to join a conference call. We have these conference calls every week, I believe, Um, every other week in the summer, but I believe we're back to every week now, uh, in which we talk through the basic questions that every candidate has, um, how to think about what office to run for, how to start laying the groundwork if maybe you wanna run in a year or five years or 10 years. And then you have a one-on-one with one of our volunteers. We have hundreds of volunteers who do these calls and talk to potential candidates. The point of this is just for us to learn a little bit more about you and for our volunteers to help figure out what resources you might need. Then you get access to everything we've got from trainings on how to get on the ballot and guides on how to file, um, to all of the kind of programs that our partners put together, to more than 500 mentors across the country who will help your campaign with whatever it is you need. You can also then file apply for our endorsement. We endorse about half the people who apply, endorsed candidates get access to our team. So our regional director will do a one-on-one with you and identify what it is your campaign needs. Maybe your campaign needs a state party to answer your email. Maybe you need someone to help talk you through um, debate prep. Maybe Mm -hmm. you need someone to help design you a website. We will find the resource that you need. Endorsed candidates are who we track on election day, They're who we recommend to press, and who we recommend to other organizations. Um, They're the folks we support on social media, who we have at events. And they're the folks who also get connected with alumni, so folks we've endorsed in the past, Mm -hmm. um, all of which is in service of creating an incredible community of young people who have run and win or lose are really excited about making a difference.
0: And I got to say, few things bring me more joy than when your endorsement class emails and announcement roll up. Because it's just this selection of and I'm sure everyone else who signs up too that doesn't get picked is 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 fantastic, but it's this selection of humanity where you're going like, Thank God, that like these people are out there and are going like, you know what? Fuck it, I'll do it myself. And that is so awesome because they still have that what's the word? Hope hope in their hearts. Uh, but also just the courage to like go, go do this thing. And uh it is it is so inspiring and awesome. And I'm so excited that you're Tapping into more of these. And thanks to Snapchat, too. Look at that. Now uh, that's really exciting. It's something that's not Facebook.
1: It's The Snapchat team has been so amazing to work with. And I think uh, you know that it's an opposition or intention with what we imagine other social media networks do. And I will say the only reason we were able to do this is because we have so much trust in Snapchat because they built up this relationship over the years. So we're really grateful to them.
0: That's Awesome. Well, this has been fantastic. You're, you're, you're the best as always. Whenever people are like, who's, who's building the future? I'm like, it's, it's my lady Amanda. She's, she's doing this thing. I know you got to run out of here. Hey, uh, what is one book you've read recently that you love that you want to share with the people? Anything.
1: Um, I am in the middle of Alice Hoffman's conclusion to the Practical Magic series, um, Book of Magic, which if you need like a good spooky season read,
0: the Ooh. whole series
1: is good. But the last one I'm really enjoying.
0: Into spooky season, very exciting. It's ninety two here today. I'm like, come on! Supposed to have like the sweaters pulled up to my wrists and you know some sort of apple beverage. Uh, That's awesome. We'll put it in the show notes. I'm I'm delighted, Um, Amanda. Hey, thank you for taking the time. I cherish you. I'm so excited about this thing and to see, you know, in the next. I mean, look, Virginia's already got an election. I'm sure none of those people are involved. But over the next year and a half, like, there's going to be people who signed up on Snapchat and are going to win office. That's The coolest thing ever.
1: It's so exciting. Thank you, Quinn, for always helping champion our work.
0: Yeah, absolutely. All right. Let's get you out of here. Thank you. You're the greatest person ever. Thanks to our incredible guest today. And thanks to all of you for tuning in. Thanks to the very awesome Tim Blaine for our jamming music, to all of you for listening, and finally, most importantly, to our moms for making us. Have a great day. Thanks, guys.